Well, no, I'm saying let's say they did tell them. And so you have guys who are uh, trans curious or mm-hmm. are kind of into it, but you'd still, the conversations they would have would still somehow be mediated or yeah, there would be an element. They, they would be different from the conversations that you might see with a cis female. Right. Like, did you give her a blow? <laughs> did you swallow? Oh my God. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but mostly in good faith. On today's show, we're going to talk about yet another threesome fail, mismatched sex drives, nude photo shoots, and more. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. Hello, Mike. Hey, Keith. How are you doing? Fine. This is our second time doing the intro. (laughs) Uh, Did I tell you about my incident with Arcteryx, the uh, sportswear company? Yeah, you told me they refused to uh, accept a return of a jacket because of an odor. <laughs> yes. So Alyssa gave me a jacket for my birthday, and I wanted to return it because it's not the model of jacket that I wanted. And so I took it to the store, and then they said they would take it, and then they took it to the back room, and then some second guy came out, and he told me that he couldn't accept the return because there was an odor. Yes. And that would be weird even if there was an odor, but there was not an odor. And I regret not thinking of forcing him to do a blind smell test while I was there. Like I could have just grabbed 10 other jackets and said, okay, well smell the one that you think is mine. (laughs) Right. Uh, But yeah, I mean, he just refused to take it. And then I went back and forth with their customer support. And then they said that they were going to stand by the store. So, uh, on your advice, I emailed the CEO. Oh, okay. Good. And what happened? Yeah, it worked. He put me in touch with their head of customer service. And then she put me in touch with the store manager. And the store manager said, yeah, bring it in. I'm sorry about that. And I was, now wait, have... Was the store manager the same person that had claimed the odor was there? No. And I was a little bit... I wasn't super excited about going back to this store. <laughs> like, sure. Uh, I'm sure the guy would recognize me because I was pretty upset when they wouldn't take it. I, I maintained my composure, but I I hassled him. Yeah. And you know, I said, I don't understand why you're doing this. You're accusing me of something that is obviously not true. This is a very strange lie. I don't know why you're doing this. So that, I, <laughs> I knew he would remember me. And right. it was a strange lie. Like it doesn't have an odor. I've had four people independently <laughs> smell test this uh, jacket. Anyway, uh, I returned it today and the guy wasn't there, which is not good for the sake of the story, but was good for the sake of my not feeling awkward. Maybe he got let go because maybe this was, um, <laughs> maybe it was his fetish. He got off on telling people there was an odor in their jackets. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Speaking of fetishes, uh, there was a topic that I saw today that is a good follow-up to some of the uh, anal stuff as it pertains to masculinity that we were talking about last episode. So I'm just going to read this. Uh, This Mm -hmm. person says, my boyfriend is ashamed because he likes me playing with his anus. A few nights ago, my boyfriend was masturbating while I was cuddling him. We do that from time to time when I'm not in the mood for sex, but still want to help him come. We were talking dirty and my hand was between his legs, playing with his balls and his ass. And he asked me if I would mind going a little further. I knew exactly what he meant and I was more than ready to do it, but I played the innocence card to have him tell me. He was close to come and he told me, please put your fingers between my ass and play with my hole while I come. I did that and he came almost right away. After that, he made sure I didn't mind him asking that and I told him not at all. Yeah, and you could see the slippery slope uh, foreshadowing here. Last night, while we were in a pretty hot foreplay session, I was sucking him and had one of my hands on his ass, kind of holding him and caressing his ass cheeks while trying to take him further in my mouth. And I could feel him moving around like he was giving me better access between his cheeks. (laughs) So I ended up massaging his anus while sucking him, and he was moaning real hard. After we fucked, we were cuddling, and he asked me again if I was fine with that, and he told me he was really ashamed to love his ass being played with, and that he shouldn't love that and everything. I tried to tell him otherwise and reassure him without much success. For a little background, we're living in a little city where there's a lot of toxic masculinity. 
Even his friends and family are pretty stuck up about what a man should be like and everything. I don't know how to make him feel better about that. And I love that he opened a little to me, but it's, but not if it's making him feel badly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it's nice (laughs) of her to not mind that. I'm obviously curious as anyone would be about that first incident and his sort of showering state, the cleanliness state. Um, yeah. I mean, not mind and enthusiastically want are different places on the wanting to do something axis. Which do you think is like the average woman, which do you think she would rather have happen? The guy want to <laughs> uh, give her anal or the guy want her to put things up his butt? Probably the former, but I bet there is. Well, and there might be women that are so averse to anal receiving that they right. But but yeah, I think that I actually think that right that the typical woman would rather the sort of gender uh, dichotomy remain intact, fully intact, right? Than reverse it in this way. I mean, I think that sex positive women would say all the right things around this. But I think in reality, knowing in the back of their mind that their partner can't have a peak orgasm unless she's diddling his asshole would probably be a bit of a drag. <laughs> yeah. <they've got laughs> and maybe emasculating yeah. of the partner. Right. Yeah. You wonder, they wonder, might wonder, well, what, why, why is this so important to him? Is he imagining something more happening that maybe she can't do? Yeah. I mean, look, we litigated this plenty last episode. Yeah. I just wanted to read it because yeah. it was apropos to that conversation. Um, Wait, what was the, what, what was, I have a question. What was in that, that comment? What was the um, sort of decision point that this person was at? There was some question, right? Or was the person just, just telling the world that this happened and they were happy? Um. Yeah, it's there. It isn't a sentence that ends with a question mark. I think okay. she's, I think she's wondering how to reassure her partner that this is okay. But I, I contest the premise of the question. Well, the I mean, the fact that he not to belabor it, but the fact that he has those feelings about it suggests actually there's more to it, right? I mean, if he oh boy, if he'd yeah. been totally confident about it and said, "Look, like I just." Yeah, I like something rubbing on my my walnut, which is a euphemism for prostate. Uh, yeah, that's fine. But he's <laughs> he's expressing something that suggests there's a deeper psychological dimension to this that would make me wonder. Yeah. Well, she would say it's because of this small town they live in, and he's been uh, socialized to think that liking anal play is bad, but it's actually fine. Yeah, sure. Sure. Could be that. That's what she would say. Yeah. Um, all right. We talked about before the show whether to read this threesome fail. It's so down the fairway in terms of how we think the, the typical failure mode for threesomes is. But this is a good one, so I'm going to read it anyway. It's a little bit long, sure. so bear with me here. This person says, girlfriend and her voyeur fetish might have went too far. My girlfriend and I are 30 and we like to try different sexual things together and spice up our sex life. I think I made a mistake and I'm looking for suggestions to open up about this with her without seeming insecure. My girlfriend always had a fetish of watching and being watched during sex. So she had an idea where she wanted to watch me have sex with another woman and she wanted to masturbate to it. She had a friend that was in town, someone she didn't really talk to often. And that friend agreed to it. That sounds wildly weird, but it sounds. I mean, it I'll sounds cool, though. Like, I mean that that sounds that sounds hot. But <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, it does. But I just can't imagine my girlfriend being like, "Oh, hey, um, my girlfriend who I'm not very close with is in town, and I asked her if it would be okay if my boyfriend fucked her, and I watched, and she was like, yeah, that sounds good.' Like, that's just not a thing that happens." Agreed. Yeah, I mean, it's but. it's like the um, there's some number of uh, couple cam couples, cam girl with a guy, mm-hmm. where they seem to do this a lot. And yeah, there's there there are women 
out there who are at least okay with this kind of activity. So, I, and I, and typically, oh, I don't know. I'm, I would be surprised if they were making enough money. Cam, maybe they do because they do OnlyFans. So maybe maybe it's just a it's just a job. That could be the answer. Maybe. All right, I'm going to continue. Long story mm-hmm. short, one thing led to another, and I ended up having sex with this girl while my girlfriend watched. Nothing nice. was off limits. That's risky. I just had to wear a condom and that's it. I couldn't really get into it because I kept thinking about my girlfriend. I thought it would be fun, but I couldn't get off and the whole thing was a bit disappointing. The girl hmm. didn't get off either, and after the deed was done, she left. What is the deed if neither orgasms? Anyway. Well, they just were doing PIV, and I, I'm guessing the other woman wasn't particularly attractive. That's my, I think that might be the decoder ah, right here. That's an interesting and probably yeah. incorrect thought. My girlfriend got off, though. She said that watching me have sex with someone else was hot. My girlfriend then said that she wanted someone a turn now. Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend then said that she wanted a turn now and that she wanted to have sex with another guy while I watched. I'm usually down for sexual things, so I don't, hmm. I didn't think there would be any harm in this because we agreed to this. I also didn't think there would be any harm because I thought to myself that if she had sex with someone else while I watched, she wouldn't be able to get off either because she would be thinking about me and wanting me instead. So I Uh stupidly agreed. Yeah. Foreshadowing. (laughs) Yeah. What could possibly go wrong here? (laughs) Long story short, we found a guy at a bar. We talked to him for a couple of weeks to make sure he was cool. I don't know what that means, but all right. We told him what we wanted and he agreed. So... So there I was watching this guy and my girlfriend having sex. She got really into it. He was pumping her in multiple positions and she was Mm. moaning, telling him to go harder. And she came a few times during the session and her legs were shaking. After their session, it was as if they forgot I was there. They went to the bathroom together to shower with the lights off and I heard them having (laughs) sex again and she was moaning. When they got out of the shower and got dressed, she led him to the door and he left. When she came back into the room, she told me how fun and exciting that was and having me in the room made it that more hotter. It seems like she really except, enjoyed herself. Except, except he wasn't in the room for the, the shower part of the shower scene. Right. I mean, <laughs> but okay. Yeah. It seems like she really enjoyed herself. Yes, it does seem like that. From watching me have sex to her wa- having me watch her. However, in the past week, I noticed that her sex has been infrequent and she has been masturbating more. Is this something I should be concerned about? <laughs> and how do I address it? <laughs> Dear yeah. Red. Uh I mean, one wonders if the this man in the bar <laughs> was actually found randomly, or whether she just. Oh, this, this sounds like potentially just a complete setup. I mean, it's bad enough even without that, but yeah, but that that yeah. might be the most likely thing here is that he's just being absolutely cuckolded. Right. I mean, this um, this posting does have the the thing where when he starts describing the. Yeah, in a lot of these posts, when he start when he starts describing the 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 offense against him, his his detail on the sex goes up. Yeah, it becomes so a little it, bit too smutty to be believable. Yeah. Little bit, little uh, yeah, it gives you a little sense of um, uh, what do you call that? Um, literotica. Yeah, I think a good general rule is don't watch your girlfriend have sex with someone else. Yeah, I mean, I think that's. That's Call the rule most people follow. Um, but I mean, look, it could be, it could be hot, right? In the sense that, well, no, it could probably not hot, but it could be like reassuring if it doesn't, if the other guy doesn't satisfy her at the same amount. But yeah, I mean, I mean, there are guys. You want to roll those whom, dice though? Right. There are guys for whom this is their fetish. So, you know, cuckolding. Yeah. Fetish, yeah. So. Some people like to be humiliated. That's sure. not my fetish. Yeah, that makes sense. I would like to not be humiliated. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess your point is that like, unless you know that you like being humiliated, this is a mistake. And that's probably right. That that's that's the reason you should get involved in it. What about the other direction though? Should should a woman is there any situation where other outside of the humiliation where a woman should should uh want this or be okay with it? Um maybe in a situation where She's tiring of sex with her boyfriend. She might find seeing him as a object of sexual desire for someone else could be helpful in some way. I'm not sure. Probably not. Yeah, I think. Um, I'm not. Well, I mean, I, my my sort of basic guess would be that women 
would be very upset about like some sort of emotional connection that's formed with you know her boyfriend or husband but maybe not so much just about him enjoying the sex i'm not sure yeah not sure either do you I think, think it would be brought... more bothersome for the guy but go ahead yeah i was gonna say do you think he brought condoms into the shower hmm that's a good question probably <laughs> not yeah um, probably not yeah that's a right it's a that's a it's tricky there's a lot of smoking guns here in the uh in the text right she just said yeah i just wanted to taste his semen yeah i thought maybe it'd be different um all right let's move on to the next thing so there were two posts within uh a day of each other about sex drive and they're both short so one mm. takes one perspective and one takes another. So I'm going to just read them both and then we can discuss. All right. This person sure. says, uh, women and sex and long-term relationships. I was chatting with the other girls in the office. Most of them are married and have kids. And somehow we ended up discussing sex lives. Most of them share the opinion. They have it to satisfy their partners' needs, but not more than once per month. One of them said she didn't have sex for more than two years since her kid was born. Why do so many women don't feel the desire to have sex when they are in the long-term relationship or have kids. Thank you. All right. So that's one. Here's two. Where are the men with high sex drives? It's actually pretty funny that online there's this huge range of extremely horny men that are constantly wanting more sex and elaborate, fan and elab and elaborate fantasies. But in reality, where are they? Now, honestly, where are they? Because every guy I date starts off with the high drive that dies a few months later and goes back to once a week in bed. What the fuck is once a week? I want a guy who's actually going to be ready to pounce even after the honeymoon phase. A cheeky guy who going to get me turned on at dinner or at my parents or at the grocery store. The one who wants to try new fantasies and buys me new lingerie but immediately rips it off as soon as I wear it for him. You high drive men are like leprechauns at the end of the rainbow. Do they really exist? We'll never know. So well, these, can uh, both be, these can both be true, right? I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure her experience is that men bore of sex with her after some amount of time and yeah th there are lots of marriages where the man basically rarely gets to have sex with his partner uh speaking of the first the first posting there mm -hmm. sure i mean i think yeah i mean i think these both can be true and are probably somewhat typical um the i've read many many postings where people basically dispute okay there's like there are statistics out there that suggest that uh sex frequency in committed relationships is still fairly high and then there are people that like dispute that so do you what is your intuition for you know let's let's take like uh american middle and upper class marriages from the ages 30 to 50 or something. Yeah. My intuition what? is that the, this is extremely common because all it takes is, uh, not great communication, which is probably pretty common and one or other or the other of the partners sort of having this happen. And then you, yeah, then you go down that sort of rabbit hole. Is that the right term? You go that this starts happening. Right. And there's not, it, it's what's this. Oh, like the, 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 the two scenarios where basically there's one partner that is extremely frustrated because yeah. the other partner just like doesn't, doesn't value it at the level they do. And I think, I don't think, okay, the, when it ha uh, happens, w the first story you told, um, I think that that is more often just, uh, kind of lack of communication slash the woman having what they call responsive desire. Uh, which just means that she's not going to initiate. And so the, yeah, and then they basically don't have like a good system for initiation to take place. Yeah, uh, I think as things break down, they, they calcify a bit too. Like I think the woman might sort of come to resent the man for various reasons. So even if he does make overtures, she may erect some defenses. That's probably right. Um, it varies, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that more often 
I think that there are often situations. Well, I don't know. Okay, I was going to say I think there are often situations where it's just kind of communication difficulty. That being said, I have read, you know, several times uh, postings where where women, I guess it's women, say that men just badger them all the time, which is not as a man. That's not something I've ever been exposed to, really. I mean, it's not something that would happen in public, so I wouldn't see it very much. But I could see that could be a failure mode that would be pretty dire, right? I mean, in other words, like- You you mean where the woman feels like the man is constantly trying to have sex with her? Yeah. It just basically yells at her about it and hassles her and stuff like that. So it's- so. uh, Yeah. I think there could be a perception thing there though, Mike. I think, you know, the woman might say, you're always- you know, you're always horny. You're always trying to come on to me. And the man might say like, well, we're having sex once every six weeks. <laughs> and so which person is right in that debate then? Well, like she's not lying that her perception is that he's always coming on to her and he's not wrong that like, he feels like she's always rejecting him. <laughs> like those things could both be true. Yeah, that's right. There, yeah, there's some. I mean, there's obviously something that has to be resolved there. The part that, yeah, that, that, you're you're definitely right that they that they basically both have a point to make. Uh, the thing the thing that is hard for me to envision envision is the guy badgering. That's it's just something that I haven't uh, except it like in comedic ways, like on a, on a sitcom or something. I haven't actually ever seen this happen in real life, so I don't really know. We see, yeah. I mean, it's it's. Kind I don't of understand. Ultimately... Sorry, you're using you're using pronouns here. What do you describe? What situation are you describing that you've never seen? Sure, the situation where uh, a man is badgering a woman for sex, <laughs> like say his wife or his girlfriend. Like I've never. I that's not a situation that I've sort of I, watched. I don't. Happen. What? You've never seen a man ask a woman to have sex? I don't. Uh, that's you no know, badger. Impossible. Badger. No badger. So it's not. So not. Uh, no, it would be, it would be beyond that, right? So basically, uh, in such a way that it like precipitates an argument or so, something like that. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, I see. Have you seen the opposite, like a woman trying to cajole her partner? Yeah, probably not. But that's yeah. I mean, I mean this that, is just well, something it, that happens in private, right? Like it's that's not, right. Yeah, yeah. It's the thing that makes more sense to me is that is just some sort of lack of communication. But but the thing is, I mean, ultimately, it's a communication issue because the uh, it, let's say the guy is badgering. There's some some better way to for the woman to handle that than just to. But yeah, I can see how it would get irritating. It's yeah, I think people. Start. I think people. Uh, you know, they have shame around this. They have varying physical needs that you know, like for a woman, they might change over the course of the month depending on her cycle or. You know, right. they might change for for both men and women depending on various stresses going on in their lives, and I think what happens is people are sort of embarrassed or don't have the tools or the sophistication to talk about this, and then they get to a place where one or both is just really super dissatisfied with their sex lives. Like I, I don't know what percentage of married couples would report better than average sex, but I'm I'm sure. You know, it's like everybody thinks they're a better than average driver. I'm guessing most married couples think they have worse than average sex. Oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah, that's probably right. And it's probably, and it's obviously not, it can't be true. It's, the it's definitely impossible. Right. Um, yeah, no, I think that's, that's well, reasonable. Well, half of them yeah. are right, I guess. <laughs> I mean, generally speaking, I think that um, there's probably some set point that people generally have for their level of libido. And if people are mismatched by enough of an amount, it's very problematic. Yeah. I, but I think, yeah, you need to have like, I mean, ideally you have like somewhat matched sex drives, but then you need to be able to talk about it too, because it's even for a single person, it varies. Um, Sure. Depending on the partner. That makes sense. Right. So you might not know exactly. Uh, I I began to ask this earlier. I can't remember if I spat the question out or not. Given like, yeah, like for married couples and, you know, the ages 30 to 50 that are in like reasonably good shape, uh, what do you think the average number 
of times they have sex a year is. A year? Yeah. And they're not trying to have children or whatever. The average. You're asking the average. You could say median. Median is probably better than yeah, average. I understand. Um, yeah, it's probably lower than you'd think. So I'm going to go with like 30 or something. 30. Yeah, about every other week. Yeah, that that feels about right. Um, because there's, I mean, I, I bet there's a whole swath of couples that just basically effectively never have sex. That's right. That's why and I then, sort of lowered it. Right. You know, there are some people that have very healthy sex lives and have sex much more than that. But, but yeah, we're talking median here. Not, not, not mean. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we don't disagree. So <laughs> nothing interesting there. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's do. Let's do this one. Uh, this person says, my boyfriend got hard after I told him that I loved him for the first time. Hmm. We've, we've tackled something similar to this before, but this person says, so I, 23-year-old female, was at a club with my boyfriend, 25-year-old male. I was a bit drunk, which brought me the courage to tell him for the first time that I love him. His response, I love you too, and you just made me hard. <laughs> so, so I quickly checked, and indeed, the dick was hard. I was a bit surprised tbh is it usual for men to have this kind of physical reaction no yeah i no, uh, it is I, not. I think i got hard once when a woman told me that she hated me but that's different <laughs> i think last time we talked about this i don't remember if i said this exactly but I'll, I'll say it now in case i didn't almost every time that someone has surprised me by saying they love me it is not that i have in fact maybe every time i've been annoyed huh. like i don't think anyone's ever like surprised me with it i love you and i've been like oh wow that's really great like i think <laughs> always i've been like oh man now i like have to say it back because you, you can't not say it back uh, you can but that's probably going to cause more problems than just rotely saying it back this reminds uh, me of me being irritated when like with like too high of a level of intimacy during sex it makes me think of the uh, same. My mind goes the same place. Like you're, you're. What I mean, what what irritates you about it? it's it's the it's the future interactions. It's some sort of like Larry David kind of thing, or is it uh, is it that <laughs> the implied intimacy bothers you? I don't mind it when people tell me they love me. It's I'm talking about the first time they say it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think as a rule, women should leave it to the man. Oh, to say it yeah and people are gonna say like, oh keith you're so sexist this is just another example of your non-woke podcast but like what percentage of women propose to their uh, propose to their partners right like point point you know zero zero whatever like you know, we discussed that even on the tv show the bachelorette at the end it's the man who proposes right and that show cancels every other host because of their not being woke enough does it yeah. I mean, the entire okay. show is, what, what's the opposite of thinly veiled? Explicit misogyny. That's a good point. But wait, but you're, you're saying that the hosts have not been woke enough. Uh, there was a longtime host and he got canceled, but it was for some uh, insensitivity around race. I wonder not. if they'll have a bachelorette where, I, I mean, there was recently an article that I saw that said it, it was a high school had a, a transgender prom queen. Oh no! I wonder if there'll be a bachelorette who's transgender and how that would go. Um, I guess it would be fine until the honeymoon I, suite or whatever they call it, right? Uh, <laughs> fantasy suite. The, par- then, like, the, the fantasy the suite. Just, yeah, yeah. The guys are just congregated in the courtyard. They're like, dude, she has a dick. There's one guy who hasn't had his date yet. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> no, presumably they would. They would know, right? I don't know. I mean, what's the etiquette there? I mean, it well, would be a totally new episodes, situation. Don't they find excuses to put the bachelorette in a bikini? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, transgender women can be pretty convincing. Even, I mean, yeah, they can be pretty convincing. I mean, I've seen. What do you mean? They like tape it or something? I'm not sure exactly what they do, but I've seen. I've definitely seen. Um, I've had the, for me, because it's not my cup of tea, the misfortune of seeing on Chatterbait uh, a transgender woman 
disrobe and peace. I was surprised by the, the penis. I didn't, it was a little crying game situation for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, so I think they could, they could go further than you would think. Uh, into it would such make a competition. such good television. And I mean, I mean, we've already sort of Dave Chappelle ourselves here by giggling at, at, you know, anti-trans tropes here, but, uh, yeah, it would make outstanding television to well, look, if they if, f- f- force Americans to, <laughs> you know, have explicit conversations about this. If they if they told them all ahead of time, then it would be. I mean, it could still be. Then they, I guess it, you wouldn't have any surprises, but it would still be <laughs> interesting. It'd be interesting to see. I, it might be just boring because they it wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, if they knew ahead of time, then they would just they would just skip over talking about. I mean, although I don't know. I mean, you'd still think the guys would kind of be like, well, what did you guys do together? Like, what did you, did you give well, her a Well, they blow? would have to find somebody. You think that they could find somebody that is uh, hot female passing enough that they wouldn't figure it out until. Well, no, I'm saying let's say they did tell them. And so you have guys who are uh, trans curious or mm-hmm. are kind of into it, but you'd still, the conversations they would have would still somehow be mediated or. Yeah, there would be an element. They, they would be different from the conversations that you might see with a cis female. Right. Like, did you give her a blow? <laughs> did you swallow? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, we have to move on. This is, this is not going to end well for us. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> trans bachelorette. It would. If, I, I mean, think we'll get there as a society. We will get there. I'm sure actually. I mean, that doesn't seem. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you know, a, a few years ago they had their first black bachelors and black bachelorette and they've, uh, huh. Been trying to do various diversity things. And that does feel like something that a producer might think might generate really high ratings. Sure. But, I think it would generate even higher ratings if it was a surprise, but whatever. You yeah, won't what happens on episode nine, right? On our, <laughs> guy, the way they the tease the episode out of the hotel. This will be the the most shocking thing in Bachelorette history, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they should do it. They, I mean, they won't because it's they too, could uh, actually. Now that I think about it, when they do the Bachelorette, like they would, this is concretely a decent suggestion. They would get higher ratings if some of the bachelors were women, right? If there was no, if there was no gender assumption. So it was like, look, it could be this person is interested in a lesbian marriage. And then I think you wouldn't get higher ratings just because you'd have more women. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they say that the, whether it's the bachelor or the bachelorette, whoever the lead is, is bisexual. And so they have like, you know, I think there's 25. So they have like 12 of one sex, 13 of another. That would or be, maybe, or maybe TV. 10, 10 and five trans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, just, can, right, you can mix it up a lot. Yeah. You just don't know what's coming through the door. Yeah. What is it when you're not attracted to the physical form? It's just like their brain. Sapiose- sapiosexual? Yeah. Sapiosexual. Pansexual? Sure. Pan is, I'm not sure. That, yeah. I mean, there's a lot that you could do with that. But but you, it's true that I mean you would then have you sort of start losing the notion of a bachelor or bachelorette because that's a little bit heteronormative. <laughs> yeah, who proposes to who? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. This person says, "My girlfriend, twenty-two, is confusing me, also twenty-two, with her kink." Last night, my girlfriend and I decided to test out a kink she discussed with me a few days ago. The way she explained it to me was that she got turned on by the idea of having sex with someone who seems completely bored. She said she wanted me to look uninterested and unimpressed while she went above and beyond to pleasure me. I didn't really understand what was so hot about that, but hey, I didn't judge. So there I was, looking as bored as possible, while she was riding me like she just got released from prison. I yawned, played games on my phone, used some of her sex toys as action figures, etc. My girlfriend slowed down at some point and told me to stop being a dick. I laughed at first because I thought she was joking. Big mistake. She got off of me and said all the guys she's done the bored sex thing with, none of them were able to stay in character for that long. I was, I was confused. It was a test. 
I thought the point was to look bored, but according to my girlfriend, the point was to look bored, not actually be bored. I was even more confused after that line, but I apologize for whatever I did wrong. She managed to cool down eventually, but it took a lot from my side to convince her that I still enjoy sleeping with her. We continued having sex afterwards without any acting. It was quick. She didn't want me to go down on her. She just wanted me to come and be done with it. Can anyone please tell me how the fuck I am the bad guy here? I do yeah. like the bit about using her sex toys as action figures. Yeah, I think this one I actually think happened. Uh, yeah, this sounds right. So she didn't. Uh, I mean, first of all, there is a, this is like a, a genre of porn. It's much. I mean, sort of. I think a hundred percent of the porns that I've seen in this genre are the woman appearing bored, which frankly, like sometimes doesn't seem that different than a normal porn it, it varies. <laughs> but they will yeah they have ones where right. they play video games but but some like for instance with the woman's lying on her stomach i mean yeah i don't it's not that different um but yeah i think that this woman got more than she bargained for uh i do yeah i'm i like the idea of the the action figures i think for yeah for a woman the notion of the man being totally uninterested is sort of um novel it's not something they're gonna yeah. encounter much I mean, what she really wanted here is for him to desire her so much that he couldn't even pretend to be bored. Like that's that's her kink. Her kink you is think not so? the bored thing. Yeah, I think so. Okay, uh, and I, I have to say, I mean, this seems like a thing you might have done before, where I pretend not to be interested in my partner. No, I think where you weren't interested. I think you might have done oh. some of these. Well, that's sorts not. Of things. That's not. That's not what what she's hoping for. What is the most bored? I mean, have you have you like read a newspaper while she's on top, or no, is there anything? I'm always I'm always polite. Like if I'm on a bad date or in a bad sexual encounter, I still perform the things that you're supposed to do. Okay, you never get your phone out or no, TikTok I don't or anything. TikTok or okay, whatever it might be. Interesting. Um, what if somebody asked you to do this? You'd be, I guess you'd be too smart and know, know it was going to end badly. Yeah. I mean, it's an obvious trap. I, I would. Do you, do you find the, the opposite gendered, uh, meaning the, the, like for instance, there, there really is a lot of porn where the woman is playing video games. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I mean, do, normally do you she's find like that on her compelling? phone or something. No, I think that's, it's always stupid. Okay. Why is it stupid? Uh, is I mean, it, is it fake seeming or is it because you just know that you would be so good at it that she couldn't possibly do that or no, no, I don't, I'm pretty self-impressed, but that, that's not, <laughs> that doesn't stop me from enjoying boredom porn. Uh, why don't I like it? I don't fantasize about my partner being bored, I guess. Like, I don't, hmm. I don't understand what the. I think it's something about there being a brat or something. And even though they're sort of not consenting, you're still having sex with them or something. Maybe that's why people like it. Well, I mean, there's certainly like a, a free use element that's yeah. that people seem to to like. Although the free use porn usually, well, actually, I think, again, virtually 100% or maybe 100% of the ones I've seen, the woman kind of comes around. So he... Yeah, he, he initiates and she's like, whatever. And then she moves, she, she begins reciprocating in a reasonable fashion. Uh, can you see that as hot free use? Uh, this free use thing has really exploded over the last year. There's like, sure. I think what, what is it? Vixen? Is that the big porn company? They have two or three different free use series that are getting a lot of play on the tube sites. Uh, I, I mean, I think that free use generally is sort of a weird male fantasy and doesn't really work pragmatically, but Why not? the porn can be sort of entertaining. Like the girl's doing something. She's just trying to go about her day. And then because of some arrangement, she just basically has to stop what she's doing and satisfy the man. Uh, yeah, I mean, as, I, as some sort of obligation. I read something. This uh, harkens back to the earlier topic about mismatched libidos. I mm -hmm. read something recently where a 
a couple or a man or a woman or something claimed that a free use agreement basically solved that for them. That basically, I'm sure it was, well, I'm sure it was the man had the higher sex drive and basically the woman was like, look, like, yeah, fine, we'll just do that. And that actually resolved the problem. Why would she agree to that? If she didn't want to have normal, quote unquote, normal sex with him, why would she agree to <laughs> this like weird, potentially at any time, in any place, sex with him? Um, I don't remember the details well enough to be sure on that. I think I think it was basically that it eliminated the badgering and the sort uh. of yeah the negative kind of uh, communication around it, and <clears throat> like. And I think this is, I think this is sort of common. It's not that she didn't want to have sex. It's just that she was sort of indifferent. And so, yeah, I mean, basically when you bake the indifference into the agreement you have, well, I mean, that sort of resolves the problem a little bit. It's, you know, maybe, maybe he wanted, this is, I'm speculating now for sure, but maybe, maybe he wanted her to enthusiastically uh, say yes uh, when he initiated, and this eliminated that pressure on her. Uh, she could just say, "Look, yeah, like, you know, I don't mind you doing that, but you know." Yeah, I feel like the devil is in the be, details. Yeah, here, like I don't know what the exact nature of their arrangement was, but yeah, like if he was constantly, if he was doing this three times a day, she might get irritated. Yeah, you could imagine having an agreement that it's going to be some. I mean, I, yeah, I think it's the rare guy that would take it up to that level. Um, I'm not sure. I actually, my guess would be that you would find free uh, for a woman doing free use kind of gross, right? I just probably wouldn't initiate. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it would just be like, yeah, whatever. Well, so it'd be repellent. It wouldn't be repellent. It's just it's not intriguing to me. I like a little bit of chase, I guess. Interesting. Interesting. So you would, uh, well, like the thing, yeah, the other thing I was thinking is maybe like if you typically wind up in the lower libido category in a relationship anyway, then you figure, well, you basically always have free use. It's not. Yeah. I guess that's sort of true as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, if every time I ever try to initiate, I have a 100% sex rate, success rate, what's the difference between that and for use? I think what would be compelling, and just bear with me on this one, would <laughs> oh be uh, if I had some sort of pass that made it so I could go to pretty much any college in the US and go to the, any sorority house and have free use of any of the women there. I think, I think yeah, that- I would, I would sign up for that service. You would sign up for that. Yeah, I think I would too. That would be, and would you, in that case, would you use it, you think, or no? Let's, you know, I mean, yeah, they yes. agreed to it, so it's not rape but, or anything. But I mean, you're just like perma-locking yourself with, uh, what's the, what's the president? What's the, what's the, uh, when, when Jeffrey people Epstein. prefer, no, oh, when people sorry. prefer variety. Ah, uh, the Coolidge effect. Oh yeah, the Coolidge effect. Yeah. So you would just be <laughs> like, you'd be like, okay, I'm in, I'm going to Tridelt now and let me start with room 5C and you just, you would just rotate continuously. You wouldn't even, you would not go to the same room twice. Unless there was a very compelling reason. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I have wondered, <laughs> let's say you had access to like infinity women. Uh, what number would effectively be infinity? Like if you could rotate between a thousand different women, uh, would your brain remember when you got back to number one? No, and I think the number is far, far smaller. I'm, I'm thinking the number is like five or something. I think it's, I think it's not. Okay, not not that you wouldn't remember, but I'm thinking that five or some number like that is 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 very diminishing returns after that amount of level of variety. Do you have any exes that you became less compelled by having sex with them? Before while, you broke up, while with them, yeah, uh, yes. And has that gone away over time? With that particular ex, meaning, yeah, like, are I, you more interested now than you were at the end of the relationship? No, go back and kick the tires or something. No. So doesn't that sort of 
disprove your intuition about it being a small number of women? I don't think that the, yeah, well, the issue would be, (laughs) the issue would be, this is, this is like person specific, right? So the person I had, they had a, they had a failure mode. Right, the person who became less compelling for, did did so for a reason, but I think that there's okay. But if you had a good five, you think you could just rotate between the five? That's the point. Yeah, I suspect that's right. But it sounds like for you, you actually would require you're you're looking for the level of novelty where you don't even remember the one. I mean, I just know that it's not like that with porn with me. Like, I definitely have like a bank in my mind that is way more than five people. Well, that's of course true. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't that? Why wouldn't it follow that in the real world it would be some number greater than five? Okay, yeah, and and, and yeah, I, I hear your point. And also, in some on some level, I'm not I wasn't answering your question because your question is what what number would effectively be infinite? <laughs> That's right. So, I mean, I think I think that number would probably be in the. I don't know if a thousand is required, but it would probably be you know repeat once a year or something. I actually said a thousand because I think it might be more than that. Like I think. To like get your, to get what you want is the excitement that comes uh, from having sex with somebody for the first time. Right. Because the gap between the first, you know, time and subsequent times is, is material. There's a, there's a gap there. And I think, I don't know. Maybe it's less than a thousand. I mean, because you can only have, I guess you could have sex every day. But even if you had sex, let's say you had sex every other day with this ridiculous setup, it would take two years to go through. It would take three years to go through. Wait a minute. Six years. Or maybe yeah, it would seven take six years to go yeah. through a thousand people. Yeah. At some point, that you're, you're harem. You're, you're only going to do each one once anyway. Um, I mean, you'd probably want to eliminate some because they'd be bad. Well, scare is so almost doesn't matter. Something. Yeah, it almost doesn't matter at that point. Um, yeah. the, the well, I have a question for you though. Um, it, when you say that, and this is definitely true, that the first time or first couple times is higher quality. Would that be true if it were in this in the context of the uh, free use sorority? Because they because there isn't a there isn't like a chase. There isn't yeah, a, right. you know, they're, they, they weren't willing to, you know, yesterday you weren't willing to let me, uh, you know, rub your clit and now you are that, that right. moment. Yeah. We've important. discussed this in the past yeah. with respect to rock stars and how, yeah, without having to try, it's sort of less interesting. Um, yeah, that right. would be a problem. That would be a problem. I'd still want to try the service though, Mike. Okay. Yeah. I think I could. <laughs> I'd like to uh, get, collect the data myself. Yeah. When the women join their sorority, it's like, this is really the best sorority on campus, but there's this one thing you need to know. <laughs> it's this guy, Keith. This guy's going to come around <laughs> once a year. Or, look, he might not come this year because he came last year and, you know, he's got a thousand. So, you know, there's a chance he won't even come this year. That's right. He doesn't come most years. Yeah. Uh, but if he does, <laughs> you're you're ironing your your panties. You just have to let him let him in. Oh my god! Yeah, I think I think actually, well, whatever. I think that would be less. I think a lot of women would be like, "Yeah, that's fine." Really? You I think would, they would take I would that think risk. That's fine. If like I was joining a fraternity, whatever, I would never join a fraternity. But if I were joining okay. a fraternity, uh, despite what that guy who sent us the hate mail last week thought, uh, yeah, if they told me that like <laughs> there's a fifty percent chance that some sometime this year uh, some woman is going to come, and let's just stipulate that she's ugly just to make it interesting, I'd be like, yeah, all right, that's fine. I can have sex with somebody one time. Well, that's interesting. I think it's most gotta be women clean would, and everything, but most women would not join a sorority if that was the stipulation. I don't, I don't <laughs> that a man was going to rape them uh, yeah. with a 50% chance. Although, although, I mean, yeah, the sugar daddy, sugar baby stuff indicates there's a higher level of pragmatism there than maybe I give women credit for. for. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, 
psychology is really strange too. Like, I mean, that sounds like something that like people should obviously say no to, but I don't know. It's a little bit like whenever we have these conversations about like how much somebody would have to pay me to sodomize me or how much you'd have to pay me to get me to blow somebody. And yeah, my number for that is just way lower than most people. And yeah, given that I could guarantee my, my safety and disease freeness, I mean, whatever. Would it be, would it be illegal? Would it be illegal for say Jeff Bezos to give a bunch of money to some university to set up a free tuition and free use sorority <laughs> for him. And it's like, look, you, you know, you get, yeah, it's like, look, you, you know, you get to live here, your tuition's free. So that's pretty valuable. Yeah. I mean, that's actually more money than the typical sugar baby arrangement. They're getting maybe for a private university, it could be $50,000 a year in tuition. Yeah. They're getting room and board. But I hear you. This bald dude shows up every so often and like, you know, sorry, you have that econ exam tomorrow, but you got to. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Saddle yeah, up. Yeah. They could set it up outside of the United States, like maybe in the Bahamas. There's a lot of real estate there now that uh, FTX is, is no True. more. I'm not sure that's even illegal. I don't know. You know, they're consenting. I don't think the law is set up to uh, adjudicate stuff like that. They would, it would be like a, a it's gotta be marriage. illegal somehow, but they'd have to come up with some sort of grounds for prosecution. I'm I not guess sure what they would, right. they would be. Yeah, they, they, yeah, it wouldn't work. Oh, yeah. Well. All right. I've had this, uh, this topic in our spreadsheet for a while. Uh, yeah, right. I'm going to go for it. Guy I'm seeing won't touch me after finding out I'm a virgin. So I, female 18, have been talking to this guy, male 18, for a while now. We've been out together three times. On our second hangout, he tried to pursue sex with me, and I told him I was a virgin and wasn't ready yet, which he completely understood. Instead, we just did quote-unquote hand stuff, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Hmm. On our latest hangout, third one, he said he wanted to get to know me better, so we spent most (laughs) of the time talking. At some point, we started intensely making out. When I asked if I could go to the back seat to take things further, he said that we should wait, and then he wanted to get his STD test results back. And that we could do it when the, quote, time was right. After that conversation, he immediately decided to take me home. So I'm wondering, oh, not to his home, to her home. All right. Mm-hmm. Her parents' house, probably. So I'm wondering, is he disgusted by, by my virginity? Does he not want to be with me? Or am I overthinking it? I don't think. I mean, the fact that there are entire like cultures and religious traditions that have major elements built around women preserving the virginity suggests to me he's not disgusted by it. That would be somewhat surprising. Uh, he might be put off by it or unsure how to uh, proceed as a result of it. Um, you could imagine. Well, okay. First off, if I went on a date with somebody and, mm. you know, they revealed to me that they were a virgin, I think I might be less interested in having sex with them just because I don't want to carry the responsibility for their feelings. Um, oh, so so you think that you would be concerned that they would fall for you in some sort of hard way because of right, that? Right, right, right. But I mean, I'm not 18, so right. I don't think this guy is worried about that per se. That's interesting. I didn't, I mean, I, in my life, I think we've discussed this before. I did deflower, I think, two women and that never occurred to me. <laughs> Two. I think I'm at three. No, two. Okay. I mean, the average yeah. has to be one, right? Sure, sure. Yeah. And in fact, there's, well, there's slightly more women than men, right? Right, but in general. <laughs> so we're actually, we're actually what, exceeding 1. our quota. One. Yeah. Yeah, that means that there's uh, two men out there who have never uh, slept with a virgin. Right, because of us. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't, yeah, in, in neither of the cases did I even consider that. Um, oh, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. And and I was so young that I would have been like, I love this person. I have to say one, one of the two uh, I didn't communicate with for many, many years. And this person sent me an email like two years ago. See, this is the problem with sleeping with virgins. Right. Like, and it was, it was, <laughs> this person, uh, let's see, I want to be careful. I uh, don't want to dox somebody, but this person had been married and divorced 
And the email said stuff that, um, let's see, I got an email, I replied, got an email, another email and the email, the second email she sent, uh, implied a, a very long lasting kind of tortured feelings toward me oh, man. <laughs> and I didn't reply. I what are you even her. supposed to say? I mean, not <laughs> replying is actually arguably one of the better things. I mean, is it? Well, you definitely, uh, don't want to unrequited. You don't want to requit requite her love. What is the word there? Requite unrequited requite. I understand what you're saying. Reciprocate yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Is, but is unrequited one of these words it that, uh, it wasn't, the email wasn't like a profession of love. It wasn't that, I mean, I could pull it up here, but it was, it was no, no, like, no, 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 no. it was, it was sort of, um, well, it was a couple of years ago. So I'm trying to remember it, the detail. It was sort of, it was saying like how large of a position I occupied in her memories or some crap like that. And I was like, Oh, but, Dude, I don't want to what deal with could her possible motivation for sending that be? It was, She's setting up like a little trial balloon, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, sorry, I, I'm not trying to bum you out here. No, 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 you're I mean, not. You're not bumming me out. I didn't. I didn't. I. I. I uh, yeah, no. I, I. The reason I ghosted her was I wasn't sure what how to respond, and I just was like, I, "Well, this is what I'm saying." I, though. I don't. I don't think. I don't think you could look, especially knowing like what your intuitions would be for responding. It's definitely good that you did it, but even if like a compassionate person was responding, uh, there's really no way to say like, "Hey, that's really flattering," but I haven't thought of you for thirty years, right? Like, and that's that's really what you want to communicate because you want her to. Like that she sent the, that she reached out in the first place implies that she's at least curious what you think of that. Right. And so by not responding, you really are closing the book for her. Probably. And Although you can you try know. and do that. You can try and do that with compassionate words, but it would be hard to do it as well or as concretely as just not responding. I could have tried to do the thing we, that I mentioned last episode where I, um, it was the girl in Palm Desert that I persuaded to hook up with a friend. Oh, right, 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 right. Doing that. Sort of being like, <laughs> I, I'm not available, but there's this other guy that was sort of similar. <laughs> Try <Right>. him on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't think that's what she was looking for. Uh, I don't know what she was looking for. Yeah. It's tricky. Yeah. But okay, so um, yeah, you're, you, you would be worried about the uh, that kind of thing coming back to to haunt you that that's never happened to you one of these uh, two lovely young ladies that you deverginated you didn't get a no i mean i dated of... both of them for multiple years so oh wow no yeah i didn't you know do that with this girl it's shorter <laughs> short and sweet <laughs> <laughs> yeah well was it wasn't short for her mike <laughs> Well, that's that was part of what was difficult. That I did. that was part of what made it hard for me to know how to respond. It was like I was like, like who are you again? It wasn't that. I knew, but it was <laughs> Can you attach a picture, <laughs> an old one, please. Yeah, no, it was it was uh, yeah, it was like I was like, wow, like I'm sorry that I'm, yeah, I'm sorry so that awesome. I occupy occupy that position for you because you don't occupy that position for me. It was like that. Yeah, yeah. so. I just don't know any way that you can say that that isn't better than just not saying anything. Right. That's a fair I mean, point. this is this happens with um early online dating too. Like let's say you go on a date with someone and uh you just aren't interested for whatever reason and then they message you the next day and they're like, "Hey, I really enjoyed getting to getting to meet you." Um uh, I'd love to see you again. When are you available? Now, what do you owe that person? And what is the nicest way that you can, you know, deliver the shit sandwich to that person? And I, I think, look, ghosting is probably not that way. There's probably some set of words that can be both kind and shutting, shut down all hope. But ghosting isn't the worst possible thing to do. You're and the rationale here. Let's just. I'm just curious about this. Uh, okay, if if the woman was 
I don't know, psychologically someone you wouldn't find compelling or, or really unattractive for you. Okay. But um, let's say that it wasn't quite at that extreme. Uh, you yeah. would be worried about just taking the blow because you wouldn't want the follow on nonsense. Is that the thought process here? You're wondering why I wouldn't uh, try to file away this person in my Rolodex uh, for a dry spell? Or, yeah, or just be like, oh, you're, I mean, because essentially the message you described was basically offering a blow, right? I mean, that, <laughs> if, you, if you want to sort of cut through the. I mean, it's more complicated than that. I mean, especially when I date people my own age, which I don't always do, but especially when I date people my own age, I mean, they're just, their time is valuable for them. Uh, what do you mean? They're, they, you don't, they, they'll be upset with you if you waste their time. Yeah. Because they're looking for like a life partner. Yeah. Like if I go on uh. a second date, they want there at least to be a possibility of marriage. Yikes. Like if I've decided that there's no possibility, they would just prefer that I move on rather than, well, you know, casually date for a while. Isn't that all women basically? I don't know. Maybe. I think you can get away with it culturally. It's more acceptable to do that when you're younger. I see. People expect men to do that when they're younger. Interesting. But oh, so so are you saying that beyond a certain age there's no such thing as an FWB? No, but you probably have to be more explicit about it. You can't just sort of wriggle your way into that situation with non-communication. I see. I see. And so then they would be angry. Then that's that's the like the crux here is you'd be you wouldn't like them being irritated with you. I really don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Lots but of that, men don't care. Lots that of people nut don't is care. Sweet. And also there's something kind of yeah. cool about about doing that to someone, isn't there? No. I don't know. I <laughs> I sometimes think about if I mean look, I am not very careful about the effects that my actions have on, in other aspects of my life. Mm -hmm. And so it's a little bit strange that uh, I try to be careful in matters of the heart. Uh, I wonder if I adopted a, a different approach, if, um, yeah, how I would feel. I think I would feel badly though. Hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, but yeah, I think for me it would be it would come down to whether there was concretely anything the person could actually do to me, which there might be, actually. So I have to think about that. Something bad, you mean? Yeah, that's right. right. But if if I if I felt confident there was nothing concretely they could do to me, like let's say they couldn't find me, they didn't really know who I was, and I everything I'd done was legal. I'm not suggesting I you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I don't think I would care. Yeah, I definitely do, but I am not trying to make an argument that your behavior is irrational wait so yours if you might, were yours might actually be more rational i mean just you because you club, happen to know them but if you were at the club and some girl was really into you and you had the choice yeah. between just letting her give you the blow without telling her who you are and just leaving or not getting the blow you would not take the blow uh for the sake of this question and that setup yeah no i would not huh yeah, if I was confident that she was just doing that because she liked me and not because she just wanted to give somebody, anybody a blow. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's always hard to know the mind of others. Sure. But you're you're trying to create a situation where uh, the person... Well, I'm trying to create a situation where you can get away from the other person. Like, they don't even know who you are exactly. So you can just... Right disappear but, into the night i mean if i can do that and i know they don't care then yeah fine whatever oh okay. but if i but if i think that they might care then even if i it's not it's not the getting away part that's the issue it's that i know that i've mildly wronged somebody got it yeah that makes sense yeah all right that's an hour i am going to wrap it so that'll do it for episode 93 of your mileage may vary you can heckle us on twitter at ymmvpod or by if email Twitter's at still around yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, twelve hundred people qu uh, quit. Yes, I read that. I read that ninety percent of the workforce is gone. Yeah, 
which is and more than 1200 like, right. yeah and we'll yeah, see well he fired 50 percent, and then yesterday 1200 people may have left okay yeah huh. anyway uh so yeah on twitter at ymmvpod or by email at ymmvpod at gmail.com we pay ten dollars for all feedback so uh, just let us know how you'd like to be paid uh in your note to us we appreciate you giving us your time and we hope to entertain you next week on your mileage may vary Je me retiens. Non.